It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to Wednesdays with Wombat on SEN Track with Toby McKinnon. Welcome back. It is your Wednesday edition. Toby McKinnon joined by Laura Crossland. Laura, firstly, how are you and whereabouts are you today? Um, I'm good, thanks, and I'm at home now. Very good. You've had a big few weeks. We might touch on that first with Cody and just how's he going and any chance yet he can get back to Victoria or is he sort of stuck with his injuries in Tasmania still? Um, For now, with the way the liver is, he's stuck there. Um, I double-checked with a doctor yesterday and she said definitely no flying yet. So, yeah, he's over there for now. Very good. And is he, is he going well or, or how's he, how is he going? Um, not a real good patient because he wants to be back driving now. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he sounds a lot better in himself now and that, but he, he has got a fair way to go, you know, before he can even start to do anything. Have you had any long layoffs from a fall or something like that in your driving career? And what were you like as a patient? Um, no, I haven't, thankfully. I've been lucky. Um, my first fall, I didn't want to drive again because I got scared, but no, I haven't. Yeah, fair enough, because I've got a funny feeling you wouldn't be too patient on the sideline yourself. No, I I don't like not doing anything, so it'll be pretty yeah. hard. So I can see where he's coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, now, Saturday night at Menangle, you're taking the two girls up, I suppose you might call them. Uh, they're sisters, and they've been both been really good horses, but... And underrated and of late going really well. So we'll start on Chiripo, who goes around in an oak seat, comes off a really good fourth in the gold chalice from gate seven. And you've drawn the visitor's draw a couple of times, but she just needs a little bit of luck and she should be right in this. Yeah, she's um, she's going super. We're not overly happy with the draw, but what can you do? Um, you know, she is probably going better than her form reads because her sectionals have been super herself. But um the, the 2,400, I think, will suit her down to the ground because she's sort of a bit more tough than what she's got high speed. So, yeah, if all all goes well, she should be up there. Yeah, 100%. Like she, so she had a little gap after the Vic Bread final where she ran fourth. So you obviously gave her, what, a little week or two off and I suppose the target was the New South Wales Oaks? Well, yeah, she had eight days off because she'd sort of won, you know, the programming wasn't the best and you couldn't go in a lot of races. So she had eight days yeah. off, which probably done her the world of good. and. Um, we set her, sort of set her for that. We knew she'd sort of need to run a little bit. But, yeah, then Werner actually said, well, we might as well have a shot at Sydney while we've got one that, that can be competitive. Werner being the owner, of course, and also the owner of Shayella, who has been a pretty similar horse in many regards to Sharippo. She ran eighth in the three-year-old Vic Bread final and just sixth in the Ladyship Cup. Again, was a terrific effort. She was first up then since July. So was that from a long forced layoff or was it just a long gap after a couple of challenging two- and three-year-old years? No, it was. Uh, I guess you could call it was pretty enforced after she won last time in first up at Melton. She got um, she either got crook or something caused her just to tie up bad and we sort of, mm-hmm. on the vet's advice, just pushed on and that and she just sort of wasn't the same for them two runs. So we just put her out for 10 weeks and... um. 
Went again, but yeah, we were just very impressed with their first up run because that class, it's always hard. And she only had one trial and that was only two horse trial. So we just sort of finished together. And no, she, yeah, we couldn't have been any more happier with her first run. Yeah, she's gone terrific then off the back of that. So she was virtually just thrown in, was she, to just to give her a good hard hit out. And yeah, she's come out of it really well. And then what, eyes turned to Sydney as well. Yeah, well, she might as well have a crack while the other little girl's going up. So, um, yeah, I mean, I always found they sort of take a run, you know, maybe to adapt to the racing up there. But if, if she can make the Oaks, the other girl, then Shayala will go around again next week and hopefully draw good and, and see, yeah, where we're at. She'd be no certainty getting a run in the Queen Elizabeth, I wouldn't have thought. So she'd need to run a pretty good race on Saturday night, like top five, I'd say. I think you're right there, yeah. And, you know, I, I think Tay-Tay drawn there, she, she mm. usually wants to run along a bit. So just depends where you end up. I mean, if you get too far back, it's going to be the same as like their form. They're going to run slashing times themselves and not run anywhere. So it will make it hard. Yeah. So do you just, do you just go back <laughs> and hope and maybe Tough Tilly goes forward and you can get onto her back somehow, perhaps? Or do you think she'll come well, out? I really don't know what will happen. I just think Tay Tay will probably lead, and, and she has gone great times up there, and and keep running. And it just like you say, it just depends if you get the right card into it, or mm. yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's what you're going to have to rely on is is trying to get the right um, run into it, really. And then we, when when will you head up to Sydney? If you're at home now, you obviously haven't left yet. No, probably four or four thirty. I'm planning to leave Friday morning. Four or four thirty Friday morning, so then you've got all day to get up there and a day to settle them in. Yeah, they'll have a good day and a half then, you know, and I don't think it's gonna be quite as hot there Friday as it is here, so they're heading into a bit of, you know, cooler weather. So yeah, that gives them, you know, long enough to sort of adapt up there and, and um settle in and have a good drink and a feed and yeah. And where do you stay when you go up there? Well, I'm actually staying at Wilco's, the horse transport driver, because I rang him if he knew of any paddocks because I don't box these two, and he said, well, you can chuck them here. So, yeah, right opposite the track, so it worked out good. Yeah, oh, that does work out good. Mm-hmm. And then they stay, will you stay up, do you think, with them or leave them there for the week, or do you come back or haven't worked that out yet to see how they go Sunday night? <laughs> well, the first thing is if we qualify, we'll yeah. be staying. If not, we'll be home Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so makes it a, makes it a bit hard to plan. You've got so much going on. You've got horses at home. You, you, you no doubt Cody's front of mine. You've got horses in New South Wales as well. <laughs> it makes it extremely hard. I mean, there's some racing Sunday and that sort of stuff, and we're sort of taking something up for the Tuesday, but you couldn't do it because if, yeah, if Sharipo doesn't qualify, you're coming home. You're so coming. then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you might have to get one sent up on Sunday if you qualify. That might be the way to go for <laughs> Tuesday. But then the fields have to be done. So everything, it's never as simple as it sounds, is it, Arnest Racing? No, it's never. It's extremely hard. And I think, yeah, it's a little bit hard travelling when you've got other horses at home and, and kids to worry about. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It does make it hard, but you don't get them every day. These sort of horses that you can have a go at up there. Correct. And then, what what's uh, the long term range with Shayella? Then you just look after Sydney. You just press on and 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 bob around in Melbourne for a little bit. And later in the year, there's the um, the Triple Crown mares. I suppose that'd be high on the agenda too. Yeah, that will be for her. You know, we'll see how she goes this run and um, how she sort of pulls up from it. All you sort of take each run as they come from what happened last time in and. Mm. But that is definitely the long-term plan, yeah, is to race them in their mares races with her. 
Well, I see there's another one coming, Calexico. You mightn't have even had your hands on it yet out of this this really good mare oh. and another one of Verna's. Uh, it might only be a weanling, is it? But I bet you can't wait to get your hands on Calexico. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be good. That's the first cold oh. out of the family, so he's got a lot to live up to yet with his sisters. So. Uh, maybe the girls are better than the boys, which wouldn't be an uncommon occurrence. <laughs> I won't say anything. <laughs> I led you into that one. Well, well left. In cricket terms, it was very well left. All right, Laura, thank you so much for coming on and uh, best of luck on Saturday night and hopefully uh, you get through to that final. And I think you only got to get through to the final and you can't get, nearly can't get a worse barrier draw for either of the girls. So uh, if you can get through to the final, it'll be up, onwards and upwards from there, I reckon. Yeah, that's the main target. As I say, we'll need a lot of luck with draws with Cordoors, but you've got to be in it to win it and we'll give it a crack. Good on you, Laura. Best of luck. Thank you, Ty. There's Laura Croslin doing a, a wonderful job. And uh, I'm not sure she's a trained juggler, but there's a few balls in the air for her at the moment. And uh, she keeps on cracking on and cracking in and, and great stuff uh, for her getting those two girls up to Sydney. And, and a dead set. Chiripo's 81 and 10. Now, I don't think she can win the Vic, the, the Oaks heat, but she's certainly $10 a place is, is overs. And Shael is 101 and 10. And she, you almost, like Tay-Tay's, I reckon, a really good thing of at least running top three. So you're only down to two other placings, two other places for the, for her to run into a place. But the $10 to place Shayella is really overs. I would have thought she was more a $4.50 chance. First up sixth in a ladyship cup and only had, and we here only had one little trial with, with one other horse. She's going to do really well out of that. And yeah, gets up to Sydney on Friday. He has a little uh, big deep breath Saturday and yeah, oh, well, she is certainly massive value at $10 a place. So is it like having a little nibble at one at big odds? Shayawa, you could have a little, a dollar the win, nine the place, big fella. That sort of uh, standard bet, if that makes sense, going uh, into the Menangle Saturday night later in the show. We'll catch up with Matty Craven as well. He's got three runners, uh, three Victorians up in Sydney as well for a big night it is in Menangle. It's Chariots of Fire night. Their feature race, it only started in the mid-1990s, the Chariots of Fire. It came out of nowhere. Ginger Man won the first one, beat uh, the Suli Man and Astral Francois, who trained by Barry Ratray and... Uh, just a little uh, in a little snippet. We're going to have Barry Ratray on at some stage. We've got a pre-record with him this afternoon, which I'm looking forward to. He is uh, an icon of harness racing and the horses he's had over the years. It's just amazing when you dig deep into him and into his backstory. So he ran third in the very first uh, Chariots of Fire. The 2002 winner was Manifold Bay, and we will catch up with Grant Crane after 12 o'clock and I just love these going back and looking at some of these old champion horses like Manifold Bay. And no doubt we'll talk a fair bit about the century too. Both uh, sort of bred by Grant Crane. Um, Manifold Bay was actually on the mare. We bought the mare. Manifold Bay was a foal at foot at the time. And basically Grant's first horse. Unbelievable, isn't it? First horse he trained. Basically there might have been one or two others just before it, but... Uh, what a star he was, Manifold Bay. And the century as well, he went on a bit of a derby spree uh, in about, what years was that, 2005 maybe? Uh, I will have it here in the note, 2004, uh, five it would have been. So 
He won the SA Vic and Australian Derbies. Are in second in the New South Wales Derby. The Roman Gladiator, uh, Manifold Bay, Will and Sooty. If you're listening, mate, we won't get a reference to Barrel Boy in the Manifold Bay chat, but he did run second to my brother's horse in a Derby heat. Uh, in the Vic Derby heat, so I'll be able to get a Falcons Legacy reference in there. Let's get to the 11.30 news. Next half an hour, there's going to be plenty of discussion. There's a bit coming in on the text message as well. Another question for Garrick Knight. Is Captain is Captain Ravishing worth $4.5 million? Well, we will ask Garrick this, and I'll, I'll touch on it with him, but he mightn't, as, as a racehorse, what is he worth? As a stallion, what is he worth? So that might be more of a question for a Brett Coffey from Alabar, say. So maybe if he's worth, what, a million dollars as a racehorse, uh, that would value his stud career at 3.5. If he went to America, though, uh, and took America by storm and could get some penetration into the American market as a stallion, to be valued at 4.5, he'd have to go to America, race successfully there and penetrate there market as well before becoming a a really commercial stallion in both America and Australia. And wouldn't it be something if we had a stallion shuttling to America each year, an Australian horse shuttling to America, that would be a turn uh, of events. Let's get to our 11.30 news. We'll come back with Darren Carroll. It goes for three minutes. I haven't listened. I didn't catch it on Giddy Up. Our wonderful producer, Ollie, has cut it up for me. He's a star. So we'll catch up with Darren Carroll. We all fresh to my ears as well. No doubt he'll have some tips. He's got Charlton and Shepparton to choose from. And he might have some comments too. I haven't heard it yet, but he might have some comments about Mildura last night. He's been in stunning form, Darren Carroll, which is nothing new. That's the regular for him. The news, we'll come back and we'll catch up with Darren Carroll.